0: by The band Climax with a K. <laughs> I thought this was a, a BG song for a I second. I wish it
1: was by the band. It's It Climax. was a female
0: ladies group in the 80s. Um, uh,
1: so, so what, Ricky, what's hi. going on? Is uh,
0: this it? Is this it? Is oh, this,
1: this happening? is it. It's
0: happening. Hi, everybody. Hello. And hi welcome there. to Carry On Colon the Sex in the City podcast.
1: You're listening to season two, episode four. We just watched they shoot single people, don't they?
0: Exclamation point or question confused
2: mark. With question mark.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. you. I'm
1: Kat. I'm your co-host.
2: Hi, I'm Alec.
1: And with us today is a uh, Los Angeles photographer extraordinaire
2: I'm Ricky Middlesworth. Hello. Thank you guys. Ooh, this is my Ricky. first podcast ever. I'm very nervous. We're so excited to have Thank you. Thank you for having me. Don't worry. So no <laughs> one can see that you're
1: naked. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, except for us. Um, I want to kick us off by putting Ricky right on the spot. hmm. And just seeing if you can answer a couple of Sex in the City trivia questions.
2: Okay. That Let's I have. do it. I'm ready. Are you ready? They're going to ask me right. about faking orgasms already. What is Samantha's
1: <laughs> last name?
2: Of course, it's Samantha Jones. How did Berger break up with Carrie? A post it.
0: It stuck um, with me. Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, mm.
0: Okay, I've got one for I'm you ready. while she's waiting. What does Miranda do for a living? Softball question.
1: Was that a lesbian reference?
2: Miranda, uh, Miranda's an attorney.
1: She is. Yeah. I don't
2: that's know what right. kind of attorney she that's is. That's fine. Okay. I think just regular. You she does it? corporate yeah. law, okay. but.
1: Um do you know what Burger's first name is? Is it oh, Michael? Kind of a hard one. It's Jack. Jack. Jack Burger. I don't know what the name of Burger's book is, but that was one of the questions.
0: Now that we've but hit I you with Burger. some questions, now yes. we're going to hit you with with something real, okay. for real. So this oh, season Oh,
1: we go. Oh god, you're doing this it. This
0: season we've done something new. And okay. please don't feel alienated at all. We've all done it here, yeah. and everybody who's come on the show has had to Except do it. Except for
1: Abby, who, if we have her back on, we'll have yes. to make her do it because we forgot.
0: So okay. this was Daniel Montgomery's idea. So blame him. But Hi, everybody Daniel. who's really coming do. on this season <laughs> has to share uh-huh.
1: <laughs>
0: a sexual secret <laughs> of some kind from uh. their past. Perhaps something funny that happened
1: Doesn't or have embarrassing. To be something that like is a secret. That no one else but you knows that's gonna like ruin someone's life. It can just be something that we don't know about. You're a sexual I'm history. sitting here in yes. my
2: head saying, Do I really wanna say this? Do yeah, I really you. have to say No, 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 <laughs> I have to filter a little bit. Just a little. That's fine.
1: <laughs> you can change Anything names. will be a secret I mean, to us.
2: Next I mean, like, episode. you um, haven't,
1: uh, you probably heard what art, we've revealed like what songs we're playing when we first, sure. had, yeah.
2: Um, just going through it can be that, something funny that, funny that, that, that can,
0: can ha- have happened it could be yeah. a, a weird first
2: time Did someone fart
1: right in your face um, who's who's, who's uh, whose dangle looked weird
2: a secret
1: though so we can't guarantee any listeners except for you Matthew Daniel some of my friends and um, our friend Ursula in Israel shout out to Ursula again
2: <laughs> you know um, what you know what Um... Here's... Not, not really a secret, but I almost... I, I was listening to your last podcast with yeah. Abby. Yeah. Hi, Abby. Hi! Or I guess that was two podcasts ago. I yeah. haven't heard the new yes. one with, with Matthew yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys were talking about um, talking yeah. during sex. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm ju- I'm sitting there, and like all these stories are at the tip of my tongue because... I have such an opinion about it. Oh. Please. because, because like you said that, that, no one's ever, no one's ever there to tell you mm-hmm. how to speak. And there's this threshold. There's this sort of like limbo area where it's okay of what, what to say and what. And then as soon as you pass that, point. That and you threshold. don't know what that
1: point is because that point depends on the other person, right? Yeah. Doesn't and, it?
2: And I'm a real picky person. And oh. so once you say like, like if you say the word penis mm-hmm. or something like, I you, love can't your say, penis. you can't say, you can't say that <laughs> happened to me verbatim <laughs> to me. Really? And it, oh. was, and it was, it was, the switch was off. It was, it and was like, done. Nope. It was over. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And so that was you just took. Is the it story out of because head. I'm so sorry. You no, you
1: didn't. We're just the same person. Is it because like,
2: it's is I just, it, it's Clint I must have told you because this guy I was with said that's my penis. Oh no! <laughs> he, he, he. But no. the worst part was the he no. he he. No, there was a he he he, um, and so it was oh. it was that point where he was a talker, right? And then it was just okay, done. We're done and I was I had to let like close the book. Do you remember I, the Sex I'm, in the
1: City episode later where where the guy talks baby talk to Samantha? And he's like, Does Samantha Wampa wanna I do
2: remember and that. play with
1: your titty witties, and she's like, yeah. These aren't my titty witties, they're my breasts. And mm-hmm. you don't have to call them titty witties, and then he gets all mad and locks himself in the bathroom. She I feel says like it in that's, that
2: beautiful breathy, she does. breathy way.
0: Yeah. These yeah. are
1: my breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky, Ugh. I'm
0: I'm glad you shared that secret. I'm upset that it was the story of the first time we met. Ah! Yeah. I said, Hi Ricky, that's my penis. He 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 yeah. he, he. It
2: was weird. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it was weird. It we were was at all a target. Over.
2: I should not my
0: penis should not have been out. Well
2: no, I and I knew then that we were just going to be friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that. And only good friends. thing to get that yeah, out I, I, yeah, on the table
1: right then. Yes. you know your penis. Yes,
0: it was right there <laughs> on Love the it. table. There how is. how you
1: managed to rest it right on a table? I'll it's never hard to figure with out because you're pretty tall. <laughs> <condition>. <laughs> um, it's very difficult. You
0: paint difficult. quite the picture. Um, I'm, gonna hudgers, yeah. I'm gonna share something with you. I'm gonna share something with you because you were so kind to share something, which is. I, I didn't mention this when we were talking about dirty talk in bed and a couple episodes ago because I thought maybe I should keep a modicum of pride, but at this oh, point, what yeah. does it even matter? <laughs> One time I was engaged uh, in lovemaking, uh-huh. as it were, and um, this this particular woman liked to engage in a little bit of dirty talk. Like I said, then I'm not good at it. Nobody teaches you what to say. Uh-huh. You're in the moment. You want to be sexy, but even then you can still f- like fumble your words. Yes, And I can't believe I said this.
1: What did you say? Do I know the story? Yeah, you do. Oh no.
0: I accidentally I said I believe it. I accidentally said my pussy feels so good.
1: <laughs> <That's
0: right>. <laughs> <laughs> Were you sober? Yes. I There's no that. recovering from that. <laughs> there is no recovery. Oh from that. no! I think pr- I, probably I, I probably meant to say yours squeezed
2: out. I probably meant to say yours. You probably, but your. Pussy. I probably,
0: but my pussy also did feel good
1: in that moment.
0: What was the reaction? <laughs>
2: uh, um, it wasn't
1: me. I wish. No. I, oh god! Um, I wish it hadn't been. But it
2: is it the first time she's told you that? No, I forgot. Uh, I, forgot.
1: I forgot. I'm hearing it all over yeah, again. Oh so, God! What did she do?
0: Immediately, desert dry. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel it close
1: up around yeah. your around your pussy.
2: <laughs> um, but what? I just thought I'd, I thought I'd share that like the desert this sands is a, this of is an Abu open Dhabi, and real place. Oh my God! But yeah. yeah. Not even just like, that's pretty extreme, but just, just stumbling over your words and you, you you hear it in your head. And then as it's coming out of your mouth, it just is a mess. thank, (sighs) Thank goodness, you know, like. I've trusted my partners enough to laugh at myself. Oh, well, you have to you know, be prepared to, to laugh yeah. during sex. This is the way that I think... you're not I with think, someone
1: who can laugh, you got a problem. This is
2: the way I think that the... Mini,
0: the the manedia. This is the way I think... <laughs> how's, the, your,
1: how's your pussy now, Alec? <laughs> yeah.
0: This is the way I think the media misconstrues reality. Ricky, you're a photographer, so, mm-hmm. you know, your job in a lot of ways is, is to, to capture that, that perfect oh. moment. Yeah. And... And in Your film, job is to be
1: the manedia.
0: Yeah, you're the manedia. You're the problem. Um, no, what I mean to say is, you know, when you're when you're taking photos, I mean you're a person who takes hundreds and thousands of photos in a session to to get those those mm-hmm. just those couple perfect moments. Or that one. But there are yeah. tons of outtakes where the person is blinking or they look Dumb. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing about film too. You're filming that sex scene and everything looks great and perfect and it's a, and, and that is the way that they intend for it to be. Mm-hmm. But in real life, I might uh, mean to say your pussy feels so good, but I say my pussy feels so good. And ain't so nobody good. there to
1: edit that out. That's no. not
0: being edited, and that in a lot of ways say it. That's that. that's the thing about media versus real life is they can edit it if you fuck up. Yeah. When you're fucking. Yeah. But, in but in real life. But in real life there are a lot happening. of
1: moments of awkwardness, you know, especially if it's your first time with somebody and you're yeah. you know and there's no one there to edit it out, which is why we we all yeah. gotta
2: we all gotta have a laugh. I just hope you know that from now on I'll be asking how your pussy is, <laughs> and, and
0: I will
1: always. We today. all will. I, I want to know. Hey Alec, like, how's your pussy? Yeah,
0: it's
2: bloaty tonight. <laughs>
1: Ew. Sorry,
2: you asked.
1: Jesus is Christ. I don't, know. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> we'll talk get, about we'll it.
2: We'll get to my my, <laughs> my, un, my miseducations about vagina later. Your on miseducation of Lauren to... Hill,
1: Oh, we're gonna get there. Yeah. You're right. Thank you for bringing us back here, Ricky. Yes. Anywho, we're episode. season two,
0: episode four. And it's called. They shoot single people, don't they?
1: Question mark. And and really fast. Can I? Can yeah. I
2: interject with the opening, please? Um, I need because I've I've thought long and hard about this, but years mm, ago, long
1: and hard. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> the tutu. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, I don't know if you guys have talked about because I've we, haven't, we years, haven't talked actually. about the tutu. Yeah. Can we talk about? Well, it? Yeah. Because talk about I it. feel like there's a metaphor somewhere in there that I have never been smart enough smart enough to figure Somewhere out. Somewhere
1: under all those fabrics. Well yeah. and I
2: know that she's the she's the woman that wears those yes. Patricia Fields clothing. You know, she wears all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But but the tutu is like what 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 part of this is the defining, you know, the the, the opening of this series? Like what what did what did they want to you establish mean why, oh about what Carrie? are they establishing with that yeah.
1: dress? Where's the story?
2: I'll
0: tell it, you what I, I'll tell you what I assumed on a superficial level, but I think that there's probably more to unpack from it. For me, it's, it's Carrie's eccentricity uh-huh. and, and, and finding a way to, um, bring something fun and stylish and sexy in an unorthodox way. Now that's my yeah. superficial read.
1: Of I, it. I agree. I would add to that, that, a tutu is so quintessentially female. Yeah. Um, in,
2: cause it's not just a tutu. It's, it's like no. ballerina.
1: It's yeah. It's, it's such a statement mm-hmm. piece, but I think it's establishing her at once as the quintessential woman. So she's wearing a dress. She's wearing like a, t- ballerinas are very, you know, it's a very girly thing at the same time. It's very, it's, it's very much a statement piece. And, Carrie Bradshaw will motherfucking walk up and down the streets wearing crazy outfits. We all know that. And I think that's, um, because not everyone would be brave enough to strut down the street in a tutu. And I think you're, I think you're Mm -hmm. right, Alec. I think they're showing something, trying to show us something about her character. Like, hey, this is, this is a, she's a girl, but she's not your average girl. Yeah. Maybe? The, The
2: most I've been able to translate out of it, and I kind of stopped here was that she, like, you know, it's this very, you know, she the the, the bus drives by mm-hmm. and splashes water on her. And so it's oh. this sort of, like, relatable vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And this frail, pink, pale tutu. Yeah. I She's don't know. a Katie
1: girl. Do you remember season two, the season two finale, where she has this epiphany because Big becomes engaged to Natasha? um and oh, right. And she realizes they're talking about the way we were with mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. and how Barbara Streisand's her character's name's Katie, and she's got curly hair, just like Carrie. And Carrie has this revelation that, like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm a Katie girl, meaning. There are girls who are simple and who are, who have beautiful hair that's always perfectly placed and always dressed nicely and they can pick, everything's just so. And then there's the Katie girls who are kind of messy and they're going to spill something on themselves. They're going to get hit with the bus. Like it would never happen to a simple, sweet girl, but like to a Katie girl, she's going to get sprayed with the bus when she's in her perfect outfit. And that's who Carrie is. She's, she is vulnerable. She's messy. But she wouldn't have it any other way, questioner. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think it's also important to pay attention to how the others around her react to Carrie in that opening sequence. Which they oh, you mean think the guy in the mesh They look at her with disdain. You know, she's she's all out at sea by herself. Like, she's the sexual anthropologist in a world where other people don't get it or don't understand or might frown upon the, the work
1: that she's doing. The city's rushing around her. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I just thought I needed to take this opportunity Please. to ask. No, I'm, I'm glad so you glad. Did. Oh, Well, I- about the pink tutu. We're just yeah. we're just it's appreciators. It's, it's iconography. It That's is. what I love. And we all about remember,
1: it too. and it yeah. became such a. Th- I'm glad, so glad you brought it up because in all this time, we've never really talked that much about the tutu, but it meant enough to all of us who loved the show that when. The movie came out, the first movie, and she was going through her yes closet and doing out. her show, her little runway show for the girls. And there it was, and in the I don't know about I don't know about you girls, but in the theater when it. it came up on the screen, I went,
2: <gasps> yeah, Cheers. Like,
1: we all, everyone. There was a collective drawing in of the breath, and everyone was like, "Keep, uh-huh. yeah, girl." Yeah. Like that was the ultimate like love letter to the fans, right there in the first movie, going like, "We understand that you've loved the series. We love it too. Here's a moment for you." And we, we all, and, and we sometimes all just died. I
0: think there's just a dash of that lightning in a bottle. There's something about it that's unexplainable. That you know, it's like, why does it work? It just it works. Just works. Well, it just works. And, and there's sense.
2: those moments when you're on set. And everyone who's around you is sort of, like, trying to understand, well, why in the world would they put that hat on her? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and it's that lightning in a bottle moment where that stylist is really in their own moment. And they see something timeless years from now that's going to make, you know gonna make an impact yeah and that must have been one of those moments do you Absolutely. think they you know, said that no. on everyone the, was like why is she wearing this as yeah. they were shooting it but do you think they said that on the it. set of
0: like abraham lincoln's painting they were like why would they put that hat on him <laughs> <And> Abraham <laughs> Lincoln's like
1: trust Maybe. me this is gonna no, abraham stick. lincoln's stylist honey <laughs> yeah abraham, uh, i
2: have a feeling abraham was his own stylist yeah was. i i happen mm-hmm. to agree with that I feel like he like had a lot of taste
1: so, before we sat down to it's talk pissed. to you, sweet listeners, uh, we, uh, Alec and I and Ricky watched uh, season two, episode four, as we mentioned. They shoot single people, don't they? Question mark. Um, it aired June 27th, Ricky, 1999. So, if you want to place yourself where Put you were in June in of world. 99...
0: In June of
2: 99. I, I was way, I was about to start high school. We
1: didn't even ask you uh, first impressions of Sex in the City. Like, where, yeah, when did it when enter did, your it, zeitgeist? Exactly,
2: yeah.
0: Where were you in the world? When did you start watching do it you or remember, even become aware of it? Do you remember hearing
1: about it, but not having seen it yet and going, oh, I know that's a mm. sex show. Like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to I'm see that. i have to that. close
2: my eyes and put my, my, myself back in 1999. Yeah, totally. Thank you. Thank you. It's helping. I my family didn't watch it we didn't have hbo um i feel like i started watching it when it was well into its maybe third season mm-hmm. and they had already started coming out on dvd's yeah that's um, right. did they really yeah. And, wow yeah i must have star i i i know that i'd heard about the show and I wasn't watching it. I th- what was I watching in 1999? I was watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Of course you sure. were. Yeah, you're of American. Yeah, SMG fan for life. I just watched an episode but, this morning. Oh, yeah, Inca,
1: Inca Mummy Girl, raise it up.
2: Oh, okay. So later, later season on, two. Right? Oh, season two. I'm I didn't even of realize that diff- was so early, but shame it was. On me. SMG fan fail. Um, no,
1: it's been. Trust me, I'm not as familiar as I used to be.
2: Um, but yeah, I I think I, I must have started a few years late.
0: And uh, did you see the movie in theaters, the first one? I did. And the, and the second? And the
2: second. Oh, yeah. I'm one of Abu the very do, few who loved the, love the second movie. I love you, second. Uh, we, we
0: I was
1: hoping you'd say that. Here. We love it and I understand. It's a very polarizing I, I subject. I hear all of yeah. the arguments against the second movie. I hear them. Sure, it's I understand them. That's why I, like I don't it. care. Yeah. What are we sub- I'm sorry. Boo hoo. There's there's <laughs> beautiful fashion in Abu Dhabi. You know what? I don't sign up for the grand ideas here. I want my girls bring back bring
0: back oh, I got yeah. your girls. So Could you- what more? But, yeah. You know, I know you were trying to 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 place yourself into 1999, but I think there's no better way to do it than find yourself at the beginning of this episode when this when the women our four oh. girls are in this Latino club, and the, this is how you know you're in 1999 because it's got that Latino flavor. I'll remind you. In 1999, we had Ricky Martin. We had Santana. Oh, living la Vida had Los Lobos boys, or whatever that band was. You remember that song? Yeah. I, I, dun, 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 oh yeah. I just wanna business. know how, how far, far is, heaven. is
1: heaven?
0: I
2: feel so under a rock right now. I don't know that.
0: Anywho, well, you remember, you remember, you remember like this era—the era, the era when the Latin yeah, Grammys were really popular, and Christina Aguilera released a Latin-only she album, sure and oh, J Lo, yeah. and Ricky Martin, and Enrique Iglesias.
1: When did Shakira start? Around that shit? time. Yeah. So.
0: You know, we're here in 1999, in the beginning of this episode, we're in this, like, Latin club, and everybody's loving the Latin. there was just... Why, at the end of the 90s, there was just such a Latin flavor. Everybody wanted a piece. I'm not angry about it. No. No. I'm just saying, this is where we were in this time. If you want to find your place culturally, boom. Right there. All four women. This is why... This is a quintessential moment of this show for me is all four women are single in this episode and it's pointed out in Carrie's voiceover. They're single at the same time. They're all single at the same time. It is. It is absolutely rare. rare. And it's so fun. I mean, listen, we all love the different boyfriends that Carrie has, of course, but, there's something just so pure about when she gets to have those one-off episodes. When she gets sure. to date a guy and then something goes wrong and then she's single again. There's a lot of fun to be had there. And in this instance, we get four separate stories of four complete duds. So let's yeah, talk about Let's them. talk
1: about them. Uh, this episode, just real quick, was directed by a man named John David Coles, who has directed lots of stuff, including um, a few episodes of House of Cards, just so we all know. He's oh, still wow, working Okay. Um, Um, and he, he, this is the first of six total sex in the city episodes. He will, he will ultimately direct. So they liked him. They brought him back. I mean, I didn't really notice the direction, any of the physical, like the camera work or anything, Mm -hmm. that part of the direction too much, but I didn't notice anything negative, which is not always the case. Like there've been episodes where we're like, what were they thinking? So I'm, you know, there's that. Yes. No, Um, that's a good point. Um, so, so they're all dancing at this salsa club, having mm-hmm. a great time, dancing, dancing, it's a dancing, girls night taking out. shots. Carrie's yeah. got
2: those pink satin pants. Oh. at nighttime! Oh, them! Yes. pink. I She's had a pair pink of pink satin episode. pants.
1: Ooh. Do you? I, well, Would not you wear anymore. them to a Latin club? I like? had them. Um, if when I was sixteen, I could go to a Latin club, uh, yeah. you bet yeah. your bottom dollar, I wore those bitches everywhere, yeah. and they looked super <laughs> cool. But and and the girls are they're taking shots. Samantha gets approached by one of the club owners yes. who hands her his business William. card, William. Mm-hmm. Um, we William as he's yeah. listed on IMDb. And you said character. he looks like he, well, he looked like Jerry, a Se- Latin Jerry Seinfeld to me. Yeah. You know
2: what? I felt he looked like, he looked like Greg Focker's son. In the oh sequel. yes, he did. Oh, he yes. did. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. But Samantha had a thing for him. Well, she and and did. We,
1: You know, we get a very important moment, which is Samantha saying tonight's just about the girls, and Carrie wraps mm-hmm. her arm around Samantha because Carrie's a little drunk. Yes. And classy move. And the ladies are like, hey. That was a good. Miranda's like good move. Great. Yeah. Even I, I was that. sort
2: of like, okay, okay, Samantha. It's very out of character for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, Actually,
0: I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this whole storyline for her to me felt oh, very out gross. of character for Samantha. We'll talk about that yeah. yeah. oh, But um, but that's just the beginning of strange things that Samantha it is. does in this Hardly episode. Recognized. Yeah. So
1: Charlotte says. Gary says, "I have to go. I, I need to go home because I'm being photographed tomorrow morning." For this magazine, and Charlotte says, "No, Carrie, you cannot leave. We never go dancing. Come on, one more drink. All right, one drink." Charlotte says, "You can't go now." Strange. What about but Miss okay. Straight Laced, Play by the Rules, Simple Girl Charlotte?
0: Yeah. Um, she just wants to
2: let
1: loose. Tonight. I want to. I I understand she wants to let loose, and I understand that. I just feel like them encouraging Carrie to stay out all night when she's being photographed in the morning which is part of her career yeah is them being bad friends yeah, I, they yeah. are bad friends <laughs> yes peer that's pressure that's not okay
0: yeah well okay so I she don't care gives how you in slice it. she gives in to the pressure we I'll, I will point out one directing thing that I noticed that this this is not just to the fault of sex in the city a lot of shows did this and for some reason, still can do continue to do this, but they do the like slow frame rate thing. Like Aww. when you're having fun, it's like an '80s music video, Whoa. or it's like I, that, I find that really just aesthetically unpleasing. But um, so the girls stay out and they're dancing and having a brilliant time. Carrie, it's dawn now. Carrie has she literally stayed
1: out, all out and dancing. She sees them garbage men.
2: I, I yeah. don't buy that because I, Carrie is a woman of style and fashion and glamor and glitz and all of mm-hmm. that, she knows better. She knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't can't... care how persuasive your friends are. You're going to take
1: I, a I mean, yeah. I, like, and I you, that's wonder, sweet, but I, I see, and I, and I guess, I guess there'd
2: be no interesting episode. I guess
1: then, so. I just have too many friends like yourself, Ricky, and like other friends we have who are, and we're all, we're all supportive in that sense of we, we just take, our work when it comes to that like entertainment in any form, whether we have to photograph a shoot, whether we're in one, whether we're helping grip Mm -hmm. and you know, whatever's happening, Mm -hmm. we, we're all very serious about it. And it's not that we don't, we have plenty of fun, but it's like, no, that's work. That's your job. Like, and not to mention the fact that Carrie told the girls I'm being photographed and the story is about me being single and fabulous. I'm being profiled as a, Mm -hmm. so if, Oh, ah! Oh, I agree with you. Like, why would she? I, I don't, I disagree with you in a little bit in the sense that I can see Carrie making this misstep, but I, I, I'm I just watching Car- it as like a train wreck and it's hard for me to watch.
2: Carrie was very much a train wreck in this episode. Yes. Very obnoxious. Yes very just irresponsible messy messy messy.
1: you you said you're very familiar with the show but i wonder if you had never seen the show if this had been abby watching this episode what she would have thought of carrie like you've seen plenty you've seen later seasons carrie like you know we all we all know carrie's selfish and what but we love carrie but this episode you're right she's she's a train wreck she's a total obnoxious bitch yes like she's spilling her drink on people well, there's hey, a great
2: maybe it's john david uh coles who knows Ooh, you know, maybe he maybe. pushed yeah, her be true. as
1: garish and awful as possible so
0: carrie has this idea since she stayed up all night dancing that she's not going to go to sleep because that's going to create an issue great comedy moment she's going to stay awake and then we cut to her dead asleep falling asleep
2: Stuck on her with a the, latte newspaper. in her hand one drink turned into many and before i knew it I was dragging my tired yet single and fabulous ass home at dawn. Oh, boom. I decided my best bet to avoid looking like I'd been up all night was to stay up all morning. It's Stanford. You're 40 minutes late. I'm at the photo shoot and everyone's freaking out. I'm there, 20 minutes. 20 minutes?
1: I said 20 minutes!
0: She's already 40 minutes late her photo shoot. This is for New York magazine people. as they say. Oh,
1: God. Nevin, who... She shows up and Stanford's, like, boy toy of the moment. She's like, hi! And he goes, Hello. You're
2: about a fucking month late.
1: Which I think is a really funny line. Um, Ricky, I want you to tell us your opinion about Willie Garson, who plays Stanford, and his portrayal of Stanford. Go.
2: You know what? I love Stanford. Um, I think... I don't think he's the best friend that they paint him to be. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know that he puts Carrie um, as high as she maybe puts him. Mm-hmm. I uh-huh. felt that throughout the series. Sure, or mm-hmm. throughout absolutely. The, throughout the series. Um, but I liked his character. I think when um, uh, Mario. What's Mario's character? Oh, uh, Mario
0: Cantoni He plays Anthony. Anthony's
2: Quarantino. character came. I mean, I I, I, I feel like it was at a time when there were maybe you know four types of gay men and they were showing (laughs) us too. I know. You know what I mean? As far as media goes. I agree
1: with that to an extent. I personally, I'm a bigger Anthony fan than I am a Stanford fan. And at carry on, we've been pretty vocal about how frustrated we are with, with Stanford being kind of a caricature of a gay man. And I, I feel like at some point on the podcast, I tried to make the point of like, same thing you're saying. Well, at the time, like we were trying to, you know, present the world with an accessible, you know, gay character that they felt, you know, and so like, yeah, so what if he's a little bit of a caricature, but then Matthew Scott Montgomery stepped in and said, uh, 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 my so-called life.
2: Right. Ricky. We
1: had a real character on that show. His name was Ricky. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, what I'm, I mean,
1: I don't know. I feel like the world could, you know, had yeah. w- p- other people. All I'm saying is other people were giving us multi-dimensional gay characters. And Stanford is a, a, not only, not only in the way he is portraying the character, and I'm sure that's not all Willie Garson's fault. Um, but also in the way that the other characters treat him. Like just, um, uh, just, uh, I guess it was the episode that just aired that we're the one with Abby of carry on that we were talking about how they all say to Stanford, he says I don't want anything up my butt or whatever and they yeah. all just laugh because right. they're like, "Oh, ha 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 ha." Like, of course you do. It's like, you know, he's just the in, even just the way the other characters treat him. It's like he's just this like funny dancing monkey for them.
2: I do get that there's I always had this this thing that I, I, there's a fine line between awkward and gay. Uh-huh. And I like that they kind of play with that with yeah. him. Yeah. Mhm. Sure. It, it, there is. There's Can you know, he's just like, very it, well, maybe not awkward. Um, there's a fine line between dorky, uh-huh. geeky, uh-huh. Yeah. or are you just gay? <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. We'd always kind of have that, but I feel like they they explored that that notion with him, yeah. which I appreciated. Totally. It wasn't the wispy, waspy, right. um, you know, swishy, dishy kind of guy. It was. It was the. The awkward... Yeah, I he's think, always
1: wearing a pink bow tie yeah. and a purple suit. And who are you? What are you doing? What are you wearing? Right. I, yeah. What I
2: really
0: need to dig in with you in a very serious way, mm-hmm. since you're a photographer, is that terrible stereotype mm-hmm. of photographers always wearing black turtlenecks.
1: Oh, God. Why? Why? Nevin, is Nevin this looked a thing? like a beatnik from the 50s. Yeah. Like, why is
0: it every time they show a photographer... Uh, He's in a black. Tur- I've never seen anyone in a black turtle. Is
1: that regulation? Um, maybe not a yeah.
2: turtleneck, but when um, you went
0: to photo uh, school, they were like, "Here's your camera. Here's your black turtleneck. Well, you know what? <laughs> now you can graduate."
2: I will say the most successful photographers I, w- I know um, require their um, require their crew to wear all black. Sure. Um, it also is a lighting thing. Believe mm. it or not. If a lighting assistant is holding, um, I don't know, a flag or a, a net or a bounce card or something, mm-hmm. let's say they're wearing a white shirt, let's it, th- that light is going to bounce off of their shirt to them. Right. So it's it's not just to look professional and sort of fade into the background, if you will, and mm-hmm. sort of just be there as a working horse, but it's 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 actually kind of practical. Well that makes but
1: Um, not the turtleneck part. But
2: not the turtleneck. I mean It doesn't have to cover their
1: neck. If they have a really bright neck
2: bright white White <laughs> neck,
1: <Yeah>. then... <laughs> then it might affect the. Lighting. I'm just saying. Right.
0: I never went into photography because people told me I had a beautiful neck, and I never wanted to hide it. Any no. I try to accentuate my neck in any way
2: possible, yeah. Except
0: some, one day somebody called me. A I mean, I don't own
2: a turtleneck. If that was your next question, mm, um, yeah, but, it was.
1: Um, my my. The reason why I asked you to come on this podcast, besides the fact that you're um just wonderful and funny and awesome, was that I just want to hear you. Number one, I want to see if you have any stories of people showing up like fucking assholes to your set, mm. but also what would you do if someone, here. if someone, well, obviously you can't, yeah. but, but I, I just, I, it, Carrie behaving the way she was showing up, not only showing up late and barely apologizing, but demanding her coffee and smoking. I mean, I know smoking was different, sure. then, but smoking a cigarette and just being like, oh, there's going to be makeup, right? Like, fuck you.
2: Okay. Give us, it. give gonna, us all of it. I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate here because um, I felt like the crew. That okay, that's just the name of the game. Talent's gonna be late. I don't, mm-hmm. They didn't really specify how late <gasps> she really was. Yeah. Uh, um, for,
1: she was 40 minutes late when Stanford called her, and she, and she said, said 20, 20 minutes, minutes so I'm she sure showed up right okay. on time. It was at least an hour late. That's nothing. Really? Nothing.
2: I, I, I had a talent show up an hour late today, and you know what? It was fine. It gave me an hour head start to really polish my lighting, and I was super ready. Well, mm-hmm. and but if you know you're what?
1: not tightly scheduled, like, you've sure. got another shoot later in the day, and I guess it's not...
2: And you know what? The talent is given much more... Like, Let's say the stylist assistant was that late. Oh, hell no. But, you know, the, the talent, unfortunately, is, is given a little bit more leeway. But that photo shoot, I was just sort of like, my skin was crawling, because it would never, ever, ever happen. Go on. I mean, this was a fantasy photo shoot. Of course. The, the They... No matter how late she is, she would have sat in that makeup chair. I feel like Carrie Bradshaw also. Is she? Is she the woman that has a publicist? I know she. She's not a journalist. Yet. Okay, she has a publicist she, later she, on. She.
1: She does. Like she doesn't really have one until she requires it, and then Samantha sort of becomes her publicist because okay. Samantha's in PR. But at this stage in her career, she's really only writing her column. She doesn't gotcha. have any books yet. She doesn't have Because a publicist would
2: never have let that happen that yeah. day. Yeah. No, she's kind
1: like of her own whatever at this point. She's kind of feeling okay, it out. Okay, so
2: still at the same time that magazine is never going to manipulate someone the way they did that. They never. It just it just doesn't happen. And right. you know, yeah. it, it made for a cute episode, but well, it makes yeah, sense.
1: It, I mean, I in ne- all the times I've watched this episode, I never thought about the effect that might have oh, on no. the everyone around that photographer. the would
2: be monumental. Well, you'd
0: have to think about, too, that this is, like, a conspiracy not only with the photographer, but the the, the author of the article right. must have completely changed, right, because like, the Carrie, idea of when it. Because... I had a
1: problem with when Carrie's sitting at, at brunch with the girls, mm-hmm. and she says, I signed on for this. I, I signed on for single and fabulous, exclamation point, not single and fabulous, question mark. Um, and she says, I was... I was duped or whatever she says it makes it sound like she believes they knew all along they were going to mm-hmm. do single and fabulous question mark and didn't tell her. When I'm like what are you not seeing Carrie? Clearly they they in the world of this episode right they changed it to a question mark because your ass showed up looking like something that got caught in a drain. Right. That's right. what I mean if in this crazy world where photographers and magazines do things like this. Well, you
2: know what? I will say that this was at a time when the print industry wasn't in trouble like it is now. So maybe magazines were more in the habit of, you know what? Fuck you. You know, maybe yeah. it was like, because I know, um, like Vanity Fair. Yeah. Vanity Fair doesn't have to have approval of, uh, what they write about their particular cover star. Mm-hmm. You know, we all heard about the Gwyneth Paltrow, right um, fiasco that yeah. didn't even happen. Um, but... You know, magazines are, are, aren't are ballsy like that anymore because they're, you know, a lot of them are, like, barely staying open. barely. And everyone's
1: it. so litigious these days. Like, yeah. they're going to get their asses sued. So,
2: you know, maybe maybe they were a little bit reckless back then because, for the sake of selling a magazine. Yeah, But nowadays you don't do that. It just, uh, (laughs) it wouldn't
1: come. I love it. I never even thought about it. I always just thought like, well, Carrie, you got yourself in trouble. Good. Mm -mm, So
2: Carrie,
0: she's so careless in this sense. She goes in there. She, uh, she looks terrible. Oh, here's another movie and TV convention that I love, which is you could literally do a supercut of movies and TVs where someone says to another person, wow, you look like shit. Uh, And I, I've never told a person they look like shit. Yeah. I I would never tell a person that they look like shit, Mm -hmm. even if they looked like shit. Yeah,
1: she's like, will there be makeup? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. And then you hear Stanford go, thank God. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Your pussy does not look good in this
1: scene.
0: (laughs) Um, But we Let's talk really
1: quickly about, so quickly, about Charlotte's dumb storyline. Yeah. Which is just that... Charlotte has this out-of-work male actor friend who comes over and does all the, quote, guy stuff in her apartment, like Mm -hmm. rewiring her lamp, because apparently she has no access to Ikea, which is the world I live in, which is... IKEA probably didn't yeah. exist then. But like where she's got like what old grandma lamps that you're gonna keep around for fifty years, yeah, so someone needs that to white rewire them. Set. She yeah. has a white T V set. And here's my question too. I always assumed that up until Charlotte got the apartment through through her marriage to Trey that she rented. But if she's retiling shit and doing all these renovations on her apartment, she yep. must own the place, right? Yeah. Or can you reti- I mean, I suppose you'd have to get permission from a landlord. Maybe this is the most boring thought I've ever expressed out loud, No, no, but... let's
0: follow this for 20 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so he comes over and helps her fix her shit, and yeah. because he's going to go out of town soon, Charlotte suddenly sees him as- Okay, and I guess w- what we should back up with is that the girls have a conversation at- at brunch, over carries. Because Carrie
0: plops down the magazine, magazine that says "single and fabulous?" question mark And suddenly, these four single women we saw dancing to Los Lobos uh. are are questioning being in their thirties, being single, staying out all night and drinking. Is this something that we should be doing, or is it just pathetic in our thirties? Now, this is an Alec talking. This uh-huh. is this is the magazine article that that. Carrie's showing up late has somehow prompted. Single
2: and fabulous question mark? There was no question mark implied. I would never have agreed to be in an article single and fabulous question mark. I was set up. Oh, I agree. You're single fabulous and fucked. Not after that picture I won't be. They said single and fabulous exclamation point. They did not say single and fabulous question mark? That question mark is hostile. Miranda, can't we sue them or something? For what, miss punctuation It's too late to sue. I'm all over the city looking like, like, something that got caught in a drain. Okay, you know what? I just quit smoking. Single was fun at 20. But you want to ask these women, how fun will all-night club-hopping be at 40? Who's out all night? Who's 40? Do you know what I say? Fuck them! Exclamation point! Fuck them! Yeah, fuck them. Charlotte said Fuck. Every couple of years, an article like this surfaces as a cautionary tale to scare young women into marriage. Oh, I'm a cautionary tale? Shoot me. Filling their lives with an endless parade of decoys and distractions to avoid the painful fact that they're completely alone.
1: How is that helping? This piece of trash has nothing, I repeat, nothing to do with us. Exactly. We are single and fabulous. Absolutely.
2: But I had a sneaking suspicion they didn't quite believe it. Somehow, the question mark had leapt off my cover and onto each of them. And it really strikes a chord with them. They're all kind of sitting there. Each of the four
0: women take this in their own way and take it to heart. And so, to Kat's point, with Charlotte, this handyman, out-of-work actor in her building that she would have never looked twice at, because this article has incepted itself into her brain she's suddenly thinking like well the handyman's not so bad i do think guy's he's the really-
1: handyman he's an old friend of charlotte yeah
0: but he's like her, handy he's her handyman around yeah. the apartment thank and, you for no anding me you're welcome um uh, and please go on but and she
1: <laughs> she suddenly is thinking well if he goes out of town what if he's the one which is at least, let's throw them this bone is very Charlotte for her yes. to wonder. What if he's the one? Because I don't know. She sees eight dicks swinging down the sidewalk, and she goes, "Maybe he's the one. Maybe he's the one. Maybe he's." The... Yes. She thinks everybody's the one, so yes, mm-hmm. she thinks he might be the Charlotte, one.
0: Hey, this is my penis.
1: He 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 he. he oh, <laughs> God, I want to say your po- your pussy feels so good. Yeah, my p-. that would, mind.
0: Would, yep, go on. Oh, All right. God. So That's anyway,
1: so the way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Her, so Charlotte's storyline wraps up in uh, such a way that she thinks he might be the one, then she sleeps with him a little, a couple more times, then they both decide that he's not the one and he leaves anyway, end of storyline.
0: Yeah, and just to my point, no judgment, this is another actor who's like in his 30s, kind of pasty and squishy and kind of balding. And this is just the actors that they choose constantly on this show. I guess that's just what everybody in the 90s in New York looked like. <laughs> that that's, can be my only thought on it that. It
1: probably was. So, um,
0: uh, so that's the way that Charlotte internalizes that article. Let's talk about Miranda for a yeah, second. What's yeah, What's going on mm. with her in Oh, this hold episode? on,
1: hold on. I want to talk about Miranda, but oh, 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 oh! Well, See, it's hey, that easy. You can just have an orgasm. When
0: Harry met Sally. <laughs> so Miranda, oh, uh, like, they're mm. out for a walk. Miranda's doing this weird Frankenstein. Who's they? Who's they? uh, Go on. Miranda, Carrie, and Charlotte. They're out power power walking walking. in Central Park.
2: Oh, Miranda isn't power walking. I mean, she is. Oh, God. What is she 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 doing? She's. Ordering traffic, or she, I mean, yeah, she's she pretty amazing.
1: She's she's whipping them arms around. Mm. Yeah,
0: she looks like she's in a Devo music video or something. <laughs> so they're power walking. Carrie's
1: smoking or whatever.
0: And um, totally nerping out. This in is that probably, scene.
1: she is. Her nerps are, they're, they're, they're not showing nearly as much as uh, Jennifer Aniston's do on Friends, but close enough. Yeah, And this is maybe the first in a long line of uh, episodes or scenes where Carrie is working out. She's either in an African dance class with Charlotte or Mm -hmm. power walking with the girls where she's Mm -hmm. kind of just there doing whatever until she can smoke again. Mm -hmm. She never works out. And this is just ludicrous because there is one point in the series where Carrie says, this is why I don't, this is why I don't work out or whatever. And she just eats out literally every meal because she, she uses her kitchen for storage, mm-hmm. and she just eats full fatty meals at restaurants and never works out and smokes and still has that rockin' body. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Um... The girls are power-walking. So the girls are power-walking. my best walking. friends is
2: like that, too. I hate his guts. Uh, let's he's call him. He's probably let's skinny fat, though.
1: His bit. His arteries are probably clogged.
2: Um yeah fuck that guy his excuses oh you you know i lift sandbags for a living i'm like i lift sandbags for a living too and i don't look like that he's beautiful um
0: what's his number um (laughs) okay so um so anyway what they run into this nice gentleman that miranda had briefly dated in the past he's that guy from that tv show uh, what's the he's that guy from everything
1: his name is mark feuerstein yeah his I don't. I. He's been in lots of lots royal pain. Shows. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the he's show.
0: Real that he's real cute. The star I think he's cute. Of. He's very cute. He's very charming. He's but very he hairy. Not get an orgasm out of Miranda, right. no matter how he hard thinks he, can. he tries. But Miranda been has been it. faking it the entire time, which I've got to say. First time that they've addressed this subject on uh-huh. Sex in the City, mm-hmm. um, and, and perhaps the last time. I don't know if they ever bring it up again, but it does beg the question. Now, Ricky, this is a question I want to ask you because the
1: answer from Cat is so oh, obvious. Oh, please, I don't you, even want Ricky, to take it away. It. Take it away.
2: Oh no, I want. I need to hear the question.
1: So, oh, yeah. my want...
0: question to you, Ricky, is: Have you ever faked an orgasm? Ooh.
1: Guys um, can fake it too.
2: Maybe with he he. I might have. Um, yeah, no. Um, I feel like once, maybe I had to because I was drunk, mm-hmm. and sure, I I can't orgasm when I'm drunk. Yeah, and I, God, I sound like such you're a not whore. The, you're not the only I, one. I I didn't. I it was new in our relationship. I'll say that. Yeah, and so I was just I. I don't no, know what you was didn't need to invest that,
1: the time to say, like to have a conversation about it. Plus you're drunk. So you're like, it's just going to be easier to just, just fake yeah. it. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. And I was in the, I'll say the position to where I could have yeah. faked it and got away with it. And right. so I did, yeah. I don't know why, because yeah. I could have easily just rolled over and fallen asleep. Yeah. It was one of those lies that you tell as a kid. And you're like, I don't even know why I told yeah. that lie. I could have yeah. just not. Well, you <laughs> were in com-
1: You're complete defi- right mind. Li- if you're a little, drunk you're just gonna maybe yeah, yeah. I, see Besides, your I think it can be fun i was reading something or listening to a podcast one of the two that was talking about many reasons that women that women fake orgasms and it was it was self-reported a self-reporting survey so all these women were talking about it and of course a lot of the women were saying things like i want to make sure my guy feels good and blah 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 but then more a more substantial percentage of the women than i would have ever thought said that they will fake it because it gets them excited. Like it mm. makes them a little bit more turned on to be mm-hmm. making those noises themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it turns them on to, to say, Oh yeah, I'm coming. And to then many. maybe it'll, it'll yeah. help get them there. Well, to, they like, say a
2: woman's Just biggest a sexual organ is her brain. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: um, like a placebo. Yeah, yeah. totally. Which okay. I thought was interesting. I'd never thought about it.
2: Okay. I'm going to throw that question back at cat actually. Yeah. yeah. And please don't include Alec in your answer. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I'm sure that in your case, there has to have been.
1: Um. Okay, I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, uh, I'm gonna share a sexual secret, even though uh, I, I was supposed to.
2: There must
0: have
1: been. Sure. I'm going to share a sexual secret, even though I'm I not required to after the first episode of season two of Carry On. But um, just because this comes up, I don't have a very hard time. Uh, getting there. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that there have been times when I haven't because there have been. Um but much like much like Samantha says in um season 3 or 4, um when I RSVP to a party, I make it my business to come. <laughs> um no, I I'm not like Samantha. I can't just like every position like, ah! but it's not that difficult." Of course I have faked yeah, it. Yeah. Like I mean, it's but not but not ever for for Not ever for sinister reasons or malicious reasons or like... You're
2: trying to be kind. Yes. Yeah. Never...
1: And and never really... Never... I guess I'll say... When I think about women faking it, I think about women faking it because their guy just doesn't know what he's doing and they just want to get it over with Yeah, and they don't know their own bodies enough to get there. Like, I think about it being a really bad situation that's never ever been the situation for me. That that's the reason I'm doing it. It might just have been, and I'm honestly I can't ever I can't remember any specific situations where I've ever had to. Yeah. I know that it's happened, but I'm it's yeah. been so rare and few, few and far between that it's just it's negligible. But of course it's happened. I think
2: so. This is gonna sound very hippie of me, but I love call, it. Call me crazy. I think that. I don't think that sex should always have that goal mm-hmm. per se. No, that oh, yeah, is not I hippie. I mean. That is, yeah. that is
1: the new, that is, that's Dan Savage. That's yeah. how, what I believe.
2: Okay. Oh, I didn't know that he was all about that. See, yeah. I, I, he's
1: I, all about lots of things, he is. but he's mentioned before many times and sort of opened my mind up to the idea that that should never necessarily be the end game. It's always a nice bonus. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like if,
2: if, if you're thinking about it, And that's that one sort of forefront thought of, Mm -hmm. okay, I need to come, I need to come, I need to come. Then that's when it becomes a complex. And if you're just having sex for the sake of touching and you just sort of relax. Yeah. Then it can be a
1: happy consequence of that intimacy and like whatever you're, yeah, the fun you're having.
2: Honestly, and I think some of, some of the best, um, scenarios I've had, um, didn't necessarily end in an orgasm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's sort of built up to the next time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, maybe, I mean... And, and even, to
1: think? even more, like, to... And, and this is me not being a hippie, but being a, a radical feminist. But I have to say it. I think not only do people focus on an orgasm as the end to sex, but they focus on the male orgasm. If we're talking about a heteronormative situation, we're right. talking about a man right. and a woman having sex, it's focused on when the man is done, it's done. Mm-hmm. And if you're... I think if you're a modern woman these days who is educated about sex and who knows her body and who is forthright about it, then you do not stand for a man who doesn't, you're not going to involve yourself with a guy or you're going to get out real quickly if you discover that it's a guy who's focused on just having an orgasm and isn't even then willing, like when he's exhausted and sleepy because that's what having an orgasm does to a man isn't then willing to like go okay you haven't come yet i'm gonna help like what do i do what can i do and and what and if she says i'm good then he's like are you sure okay or if she says well let's do this he's like great let's go yeah um i think that that most most modern women who are sexual who are having sex uh, i would i like to think won't stand for anything less than that and i wouldn't you know what I mean? Right. Because that's not fair.
2: At one point in the episode, um, Samantha says...
1: You know, it's really not their fault. They don't come with a manual. If I had a son, I'd teach them all about the vagina.
2: And it made me think of my mom immediately because oh, before God. she knew I was gay... And I hope she listens to this, actually. actually Hi, I Mom. I hope she doesn't. <laughs> she, um, won't. <laughs> she won't. She um, won't. So my mom, before she knew I was gay, I was captive in a car with her... Mm-hmm. And I don't know how the subject came up. And it's just like my mom to bring this stuff just out of the thin air. I love it. And she goes, You know, Ricky, I think I was 15 or something. And so she must, she knew I was gay, but she was just saying it anyways. Yeah. Um, she goes, You know, Ricky, when, and verbatim, when you're fucking a girl. <gasps> yeah. Mom! Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. blushing. That's Sue. She goes, When you're fucking a girl, you gotta make sure to kiss her. And you also, you gotta make sure that she gets her rocks off before you. do. <laughs> her rocks off. It's such like a Did like a too. '50s thing to say, it like get her rocks off. But um, <gasps> I just thought I was I was mortified. I was just I, I like am shrinking mortified. and shriveling up into the corner oh my of the mind. Like, how do you I even reply to that? Yeah, and I, I don't even know how I replied to it. But I tell everybody, <laughs> and, and my I mom is like, it. "Yep." I'm not gonna have my my son be a be, you know be a good bad for mother.
1: you Debbie Sue a it little was, bit shocking in the delivery and, and
2: we, yeah. yeah when you're out of nowhere girl yeah when you're
1: fucking a girl you gotta
2: kiss her and you gotta let her get her rocks off and her.
1: I think that was her very succinct way of saying something that could have maybe been said a little more eloquently and with some preparation <laughs> it wouldn't have but been but it's her. a nice idea yeah <laughs>
2: um, but which leads me into my next question is that, yeah. speaking of heteronormative relationships. Is is Miranda abnormal in sort of expecting her partner to take 100% of the responsibility of her, her orgasm? I appreciate oh, that you just said that. I think I that's was something that's by missing her dead fishness. Look, Josh. A woman's anatomy is a little more complicated. Hey, hey, I know all about a woman's anatomy. I'm a doctor. You're an eye doctor.
1: <sighs> okay. Give me some tips. Pardon me? Tips. Tips to get you off. I am nobody's charity case. I run the marathon, for Christ's sake.
2: Okay. Well, do you know how the clitoris works? Yes. Do you know where it is? Yes. Well, it's about two inches from where you think it is. Oh, my God. Yes. Of just sort of yeah. that, that blank I agree. stare.
0: You know, if we're talking in terms of Los Lobos boys and Latina dancing, oh it takes my God. two to, to tango. Yes. It okay? It takes two to tango. It takes two to participate. Now, he, our gentleman, our orthodontist or, or he's, whatever he's he was. He's an ophthalmologist. ophthalmologist. He said teach me. I'm willing to learn. And bless
1: his heart for yeah, it. Yeah, and I he was know. very positive
0: about the whole situation and she just I guess she doesn't have the time And she's not willing that's to invest it. That's really
1: fair, and I'm shocked that I didn't I I'm shocked that I didn't pick up on all that.
0: Yeah, but that's a very good observation. You're right. And it frustrates me too that Miranda says it's the clitoris, it's not like it's the sphinx because I'm like isn't it a little
2: bit I like the so Sphinx? It kind of is like
1: that?
0: I don't know where the Sphinx is. I know it's in Egypt somewhere, but I know a general area of where the Sphinx is. Well,
2: and it's not like when these these guys are, you know, in high school having sex for the first time that the girl's like, It's right here. Right. You, you know, that those conversations. We're just, just as don't terrified happen. of the situation
1: yeah. as, as the guy and is. So don't
2: condescend. Yeah. You know. That's a very
1: good point, you yeah, know, and I think I think a modern woman to and to and, and just in the first episode of season two of Sex in the City, "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," where Samantha is coaching her, <laughs> coaching James, the long lost boyfriend mm-hmm. of, uh, on, uh, on ways to do it. But then she brings in her pinch hitter, which is her vibrator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. only bring this up because Samantha is this modern, sexual, vivacious woman who's like, "Oh, if, I, if I'm not getting my rocks off with, with James and his tiny." Gherkin, then I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my rocks off. I'm gonna use my vibrator if I have to. I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to help myself get there. And you're right, Miranda's kind of just like there she's. Uh, I know yeah. I've and never there's a been frustrated way to do it. Like I don't know,
2: make it. Oh, you know, it's me, not like. <laughs> do you yeah. know where the clitoris? Yeah, is? Like, yeah. You know, there's Thank a you. there's there's a, there's a there's a let's get there together yes. way to do right. it. And like,
1: <laughs> let me let me put your hand on it. Let me uh-huh. show it to you instead of. Do you know where it is? Because it's about two inches away from where you think it is. Yeah. Dumbass! Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, please don't put someone in a situation where they feel alienated or uncomfortable or embarrassed or humiliated the way that she does. That but is I will humiliating say what she said Marianne, it is. she plays... She <laughs> play, Cynthia Nixon plays two things really well. Oh, God. One is condescending, mm-hmm. and one is uncomfortable. Yeah! I love when she gets put in sexual situations like this one, where it's uncomfortable, because just to move a little bit more forward in the story or actually this is in in the right place you know the girls are upset in miranda for con- for continually faking this orgasm so yeah. they tell her not to the
1: other night he told me he really likes that i can come while he's fucking me how can he actually believe that that's all it takes because you're faking it.
0: So we have a great scene where um, our ophthalmologist is having sex with Miranda and he's on top and she's not giving him a goddamn thing. She's Nothing. a total dead she's fish. She's a dead fish. And it's great, but it is great comedy. It's funny, but it's, it's uncomfortable. the
1: wrong thing to do because she's yes. she's now putting him in an uncomfortable position and herself in a weird position of just lying there while he fucks her when She's the one who got them in this position.
0: Yes. Um, Like,
1: continue, continue. And even Carrie calls her out on it. mm -hmm. Miranda's like, I just don't understand how he can think that that's all it takes. And and Carrie's like, because you're letting him think that. You keep faking it. And I've heard Dan Savage, um, Mm -hmm. we got to put a dollar in the jar because I bring him up every episode, but I just love him. But he'll say that to people who call in. He's like, what are you going to get upset over? You're not telling him how to do it. And you just expect them to know your body. This is a
0: great directing moment that I want to point out though, which is, um, Miranda says, uh, here, let me help you find the clitoris. And then we cut to the handyman sticking his fingers in wiring uh, looking for a specific notice wire. I not that
2: either. That's genius.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant little <laughs> directing moment and, and great, uh, great transition in between the different storylines. So ultimately what happens with Miranda is that she just doesn't have the time of day to deal with this guy and I guess his inability to learn, even though she's not teaching him. So she just gives in and fakes it with him one last time to get him out of her apartment. And then she stops returning his fucking phone calls.
1: At least I take solace in knowing that she's going to have some great sex with Steve eventually. Sure. Yeah. And I do think
2: they took an opportunity to, to give a, a, an extreme characterization of a very common thing. You know, if, if this was the only time that they addressed faking an orgasm, you know it's it's i I feel like they did they they gave a good example of mm-hmm. it, this extreme sort of dead fish look on the face, yes, yep, it's a comedy moment, but and yeah, so
0: they, let's just, let's, let's you just have to find get get it rest. over yes. with and, and talk about if you ever need Samantha no. storyline,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. let's talk about. Uh, so
0: Samantha she meets this latin Samantha. lover oh, this this latin club owner Casanova so William adorable. and uh she she ta- oh, you know passes so him up silly. that first night because she's with the ladies but she agrees to go out on a date with him and they do some Uh, some tangoing, some dancing, um, some Latin moves. And and he takes her back to his place and he starts using the we word. Mm -hmm. He says, you know, I've got a place in the Hamptons and we can go there and we'll go on this amazing trip together. And as Carrie says, Samantha lets the we wash over her. Which is which
1: which is what Carrie doesn't do with the politician in season three. (laughs) Yes. And
2: I saw it I I felt it was strange because he has her in his apartment. Yeah. He has her in bed. He's taking off her clothes.
1: She's already letting him take off her clothes. Why talk about that? He doesn't have to wee her. (laughs) Maybe he's just used to weeing her. And he's
0: weeing her just to fill everyone in. He's weeing her because he's gonna sleep with her. He, in his mind... You know, this That's is his way of getting a woman into bed: is that he has to promise this woman things, like a, a, a potential future with him, so that he can sleep with her. But, but to, to Ricky's me, point, and to Ricky's point, she's already she's already <laughs> doing it. This storyline did not make my pussy feel good. No, yeah, and I'll tell you, made why. my pussy go. Yeah, it was like the Sphinx, very dry. Yeah, you know, deserty. This
1: is not Samantha at all.
0: Yeah, because so then what happens is she ends up. She has at her a very, own
2: Hamptons experience. You know, like she can, yeah. she can handle it on her own.
0: Yeah, she's she a sure strong, can. independent woman. Mm-hmm. But but unfortunately, she finds herself at a wonderful restaurant waiting for Wee William to show up. Uh, she's very excited about this relationship with him, and, and an hour goes by and. And he never shows, and, and she has a breakdown in her? right there in the why? restaurant Where's because fur everyone's again? looking. All
1: at her. that fur, yeah, why? A lot of
0: it. Yeah, and so she <laughs> like has some breakdown at the table, which in like great <sighs> Samantha Jones fashion is just just so over the. It's top. over the
1: top. I mean, and bless Kim Cattrall because she she does over the top better than anyone I've ever seen. Yes. she's great at it, but it's ridiculous. And especially thinking she's, oh, she's so upset because some guy broke her heart because he promised her the world just to sleep with her. This ain't my Samantha. No. no. Don't she know about you. She would have
2: gone up, gotten up from her table and go, found him at the bar and thrown the drink in his face immediately. Immediately. Yes. I don't think she would have gone through that whole Or she would have not story.
1: cried, gotten up, <laughs> yeah. fucked the Pakistani bus boy. Yeah. Yeah. In the bathroom. This was sure.
2: this was bizarro, Samantha. It really was. I think they were maybe still trying to brand Samantha a, a little bit. Yeah. I I think this they is coming were off the heels of, of
1: her boyfriend James, who she was in love with, but for his the tiny small penis. Dick. Yeah. yeah. So Which was stupid anyway. In
0: in Carrie's world right now, she's reeling from the cover, single and fabulous who question be? mark. She goes out. She goes to a club with Stanford and she gets shwasted on tartinis. She sure does. Just
1: sh-wasted. And um and
0: it's 2 a.m. Stanford just wants to go home, but Carrie's gonna stay out because she is gonna find a cute guy, and lo
1: and, and she's behold. Spilling her drinks all over everybody. Lo
0: hand behold.
1: Low behold. <laughs> who
0: is there but BC Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper?
1: Oh,
2: and it's
0: Bradley Cooper, B.C., before career.
1: Before Bradley Cooper, BHB had... haircut. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But not before he had spent a whole day outside at the beach. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was so sunburned.
1: Yeah. What these are? I've never but seen him so red with his
2: huge yeah, streaks what are those 99 yeah.
1: streaks
0: so there, there's Them B.C. Bradley Street Cooper Boys just streaks. looking so charming as we know him to be and he and Carrie just start making out and dancing on the dance floor She's shway- they're falling all wasted. over each other
1: they're both shwaisted and the best idea they have is to get in his car and go back to his place Yeah. <laughs> so I guess he's drinking and driving but he's- no one wants to talk about that
0: um they he's gonna get in his Porsche, they're gonna go off and have a good time, but she needs smokes.
1: He needs smokes. He, he needs says, smokes. I'm gonna stop and get some smokes.
0: Yeah, and uh, and this is what happens. This is how fate Ricky intervenes. Said, drunk the first Oh no. Yeah. Oh
1: no, you weren't. You yeah. were like, I've got my Oprah chai and I know what's about to happen.
0: <laughs> I yeah.
2: did have my Oprah
0: chai. So uh, Bradley Cooper Boom, right on the windshield, it's that New York Magazine
2: cover. And
1: to his credit, he wasn't trying to make it a bad thing. He kind of laughed and goes, is this you? Yeah. He was
2: a little in- he inebriated. Was, I mean, he was. He and, was using And Carrie's judgment. like...
1: You know, ha- having a really long inner monologue during which I don't know what he's doing, just standing yeah. there going like, "Is she? Was she farting? Like, what's she <laughs> doing? Because she's just taking yes. a really long time to think about it." But
0: she's processing. She's looking at that photo of herself on New York Magazine, looking like D. Snyder, trying to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make sense of her life That's in that beautiful. moment. And she realizes that letters. if she goes home with this guy, she's going to fulfill all of the things that that magazine purports to say she, about she says, her sad and lonely she life. She says this would be the only it.
1: time I ever slept with a guy to validate my existence or whatever. So she but jumps
0: out of his Porsche. She, she didn't says, let them have that moment. She says
1: to him, uh, I think I'm going to go home. And he goes, no, I'm not letting you go. Not in a Not in a threatening way. Yeah. I personally think I kind of feel bad for the guy because she doesn't give him an explanation yeah she's offended by the fact that he's showing her the magazine cover that she got herself really just got herself into yeah. it was her fault and he wasn't even being mean spirited I could see if he was like is this you you look like shit mm-hmm. or is this you Jesus you know, you look better now. Or if he had said anything mean. But he was just like, is this you? And yeah. she's like, I'm going home. And he's like, stay out with me. And she's like, I'm leaving. And then just leaves. Yeah, messy. I don't feel bad for Bradley Cooper. Yeah. She's a Well, hotness. you'll be happy to know
0: that Bradley Cooper, that night, just continued to get wasted. And the next day, not remember anything that happened the night before. Mm-hmm. And have to retrace his steps to find his best friend. Oh, <laughs> The
1: hangover. Uh, um, wow! So I was fall- I was hanging on to your every word. <laughs> I did not realize what you were doing until the very end. Um,
2: so expressionless cat. It was yes.
1: Good. So uh,
0: where we end with Carrie is oh, and just one stray observation. I wonder if Big saw that cover of the New York Magazine. <gasps> well, she's not with Big right now. We know, you know he
1: pays attention to stuff because he see he saw her on page six. Yeah. When, when she was with the new Yankee.
0: Yeah. So just. You know, if Big saw that, he'd probably feel bad. I think not 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 in a way the like. Oh, Carrie, what are you doing? He'd probably think like, Oh, wow, they really oh, took advantage right. of her. Right, he wouldn't whatever. think
1: poorly of her because he's yeah. big. Um, I have to mention one quick moment, which is when Carrie, when Samantha is dancing with with Wee William. Um, at the, at the club, like, they're, they're just hopping. I wrote hopping. They're bouncing
2: Hopping in a circle. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know there's no music. Of things. course. Yeah. <laughs> and I love, I love thinking and, but, about that. But you, when you're watching those scenes, you don't want to be like, oh, okay, there's no music. Yeah. It was, like, that special effect where you're like, that's, that's CG. Yeah. They were not dancing in <laughs> yeah. No, it
1: was awful. Yeah. And yeah. they weren't dancing at all. They were hopping in a circle. Mm-hmm. Which was it hilarious. Was um, I also, okay, I just wanted to. We already. You already. Ricky briefly mentioned mm-hmm. that fur. That's. I mean, there's yeah. just this. Season two is all about fur for some reason, but also uh, Carrie's hat.
2: Carrie's Which hat.
1: Y'all, please tell me it was like a denim hat oh, with yeah. red stitching. Oh yeah, that was. She kept, CG. it was like a fisherman's hat that was definitely. And it CG. was like Patricia
2: yeah. had a a label on that hat and she just stitched mm-hmm. it off or something. Yeah. And it looked like there was it a label you know it, it looked like you know it looked like
0: it looked like Paddington
2: Bear's hat. It was Paddington Bear's under. hat. That's what it that looked was like. The to label me. That it was that really she Holly off. Hobby. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I don't I wrote that hat why I'm looking
2: yeah. at it. It's, in, it's, it's a very Project yeah. Runway of you.
1: Thank you. I
2: feel like that's
0: the hat that Mary Tyler Moore throws up at the beginning of her show, and I know why she throws it up because it's disco. She throws <laughs> it right on
1: up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
0: I, we we end with Carrie. She she decides that she needs to get be okay being by herself. So she, we end with her on an outside patio of a cute restaurant, having a glass of wine by herself. No book. Contemplating no which nothing. loneliness, <laughs> oh, I guess. Oh
1: yeah. Although I usually have a book, mm, but okay. I don't mind people watching. But if I'm going to dine alone, which I don't really dine alone, but if I'm going to sit somewhere alone, have a coffee or whatever, I, I'm I am so comfortable being alone, being alone. It's that that's not even an it. issue. But um, but so if you don't have a book or anything, do you just kind of like you observe know what? people?
2: When I used to, I used to live in the Hollywood area, and there was this this cafe that was right on Fountain, and it was just. For, it, it wasn't quiet or anything because there was all that traffic, yeah. um, but it had a great patio and I just loved sitting out there. And I was just, I don't know. I, I
1: Yeah, I that's was okay fine. With
2: it. I noticed that there was a bit of these because the whole episode was centered around kind of faking, faking mm-hmm. it. Yes. And when when Charlotte and her um, handyman were breaking up in bed, they were both sort of faking their motives and yes. breaking up. And I wanted to know if you guys had ever done that. Like just to spare someone's feelings. Or again, maybe it was just one of those lies that you tell that why did I even tell that lie? It would have been just as easy to tell the truth.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, absolutely. Well see, my problem is I think my my problem is... I'll is tell that, you what
1: your problem is. Hey, just, just kidding. My
0: problem is is that I do the fadeaway with people sometimes. So, like, maybe Shout I'll... Shout out I'll,
1: to Garfunkel and Oates. Hey,
0: Maybe I'll commit to something and mm. then be like, you know what? I, I shouldn't have committed to that. Like, I don't have time or I'm not that interested mm. or whatever. And what I should do is probably fake a reason why I can't be involved. But instead... And this is awful. Mm-hmm. And I don't recommend doing this. But I'll just kind of, like be a little bit more difficult to get in touch with sure. or can't oh god yeah we all kind me. of do that and then like, it's like they're like oh well i hope he's still interested thing? and like i hate that i do that sometimes it's awful yeah. it is awful but so I, what i should do is be more well, i hate because well, it's all awkward
1: and yeah. what you're do what you're describing that you do is awkward but doing the alternative would be awkward it's all just awkward yeah
0: but it's better to just be up front. Actually, the the current my current boss is really great, and I'm trying to learn this from him. He's really great. And even when it's awkward, he'll like return everybody's phone call. And if it's just something he's not interested, in, mm-hmm. he's like, oh well, thanks for thinking of me. I'm just I'm really not interested. And it's like, wow, that that's is so awesome, really refreshing. And refreshing mm-hmm. Like to see people. How do you just handle that like,
1: stuff, Ricky?
2: Um. Well, I've been at the receiving end of the the, the fadeaways in their heart. I think we all have. Because I, I feel like I'm together enough to hear the, you know what? I just don't think that mm-hmm. this is this is um, working. Right. I don't yeah. think that the chemistry is there. And I'm like, cool. Okay, Thank you so much for yeah. saying yeah. that. Um, there was one time when someone was very upfront with me and i thought everything was going super great and it was just it it wasn't done in a delicate way in a in a kind way it was just i'm not interested and it was it was very blindsiding yeah and not that like i've never gone through rejection before because i had and but it was it was it was too much honesty so they romanded you they sure did yeah and there's so there's a fine line between um that and um uh-huh. the, the fade away <laughs> that you have to yes. find um, but um yeah, I I I have definitely faked motives. I I believe there was one it was before I met my boyfriend Ben, um, and I was dating somebody and they did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there was nothing there was nothing wrong. Yeah. And it just wasn't there. It just yeah. wasn't the guy. I think Sex and um, the City, in a way,
0: they cover this with, he's just not that into you. Sure. In the sense that, you know, it's like, well, he says he's really busy right now, mm-hmm. or, you know, like he's traveling a lot. And, and Miranda's point is, look, he's just not that into right. you. Right. And okay. he's trying to give but you a those polite Those are the hardest answer.
2: ones because there's no argument to be had. It's like, because yeah. well, you said this horrible thing. No. Right. And then you there's, and then, so when there's this gray sort of, Wish you well, well. I wish I had something to hate you for, and I don't. And mm-hmm. you're really cool, and you're mm-hmm. really nice that's when you kind of have to fake something and, I, and you don't have to, Sure. No, I, I, myself, I see what
1: you're saying. Mm-hmm. i found
2: myself lying to people that don't deserve it. Right. You know, because yeah. But because they're not mean
1: to, lies, well, probably. No, no, no. no. It has
2: nothing to do with them. I'll have to, ha- you know, make up something about myself, you know, yeah. Yeah. whether it's something that I'm going through and I, like, I try to put as much on me Like, I just got out of a big as relationship as like, I'm just
1: not ready or exactly. something where that's not true. You're totally ready. It's just not for them. It's yeah. not for the, you. I, the last
2: thing I want is them to go home and just like like go run through their head of what they could have done differently. And yeah. I just,
1: or think there must be something fundamentally wrong with me yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. like use it and but it's just complex. It's
2: just funny. Like why, why couldn't I have said something a little bit more honest and, and I just felt like I, I put myself in their position and I see them going home. Like, like I would have gone home and coming up with scenarios you know yeah. and torturing myself and well then I think about... that what
1: you're describing is kind then to tell them a lie that you des- didn't necessarily need to I tell guess. them I mean
2: that's life You got, yeah you have to you have to fake it life's a little bit life's messy
1: sometimes mm. um, you have to fake it a little bit Ricky Middlesworth
0: <laughs> Ricky it was so nice having you on yeah thank you thank for joining you. us we'd love
1: to have you back sometime. Yeah. your insight was
0: invaluable and it was so fun watching with you and I hope you had fun I did and yeah. thank you for
1: inviting
2: me on your bed. Of course, oh, you can put your pleasure. clothes back on now. Okay. Actually, <laughs> um, my socks are half off for some reason. It just cools me off a little bit. I love. I like a good half on. sock. Yeah. Um, not a pink sock though. a, um, sh- a
1: sharpay. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Well, it was it was wonderful uh, doing yeah, and this, and uh, until next time,
1: carry on.